Do you remember? We are now in November. Oh, that, would, that song. Do that would work better. The lyrics. That would work better for December. Yeah, but you know we've got December. Yeah, I know you'll have to. You'll have to remember to do that next month as well. Okay. Okay. Um, hi. It's another week. Uh, no more horror movies. No more horror movies. We're out of Shocktober. And we've just had a general election in America, so um, this is recorded beforehand because this drops whilst they're still, you know, voting. Oh, whilst it's what date does this drop? This drops uh, on the fourth, but it's midnight on the fourth in UK time, so that means uh, okay, right. you know. I, still, when do you think the through. election results will be announced? In December. Do you the think the very first month of December? Which year? The very first month of December. And we know that we have lost. Oh, well, why not uh, escape into film instead yes, of let's escape dealing into with the... <laughs> My name is Andrew Jones and I love films. I am Johnny Ellis and I'm a film fanatic. Are you a fan <laughs> of films? I am movie mad. Oh, okay, so I asked. I am a fan of films. Are you movie mad, however? I am indeed movie mad. Okay, well, could you please not say that? Because it really ruins the whole reputation of the podcast. (laughs) I know over 200 episodes I've asked you this. But I feel like you should at least keep it a little bit ambiguous until the end of every episode, so someone will be listening through. Do you know how many people drop off in the first five minutes of this podcast? (laughs) I assume only because you're answering the question early and not because of the quality of the content. Oh, no, not. No, no, everyone would stick through if they knew that they had an answer at the end. But instead, (laughs) instead, they decide, you know what? It's a great, it's a perfect podcast. It's great. The hosts are wonderful. We love them all. We want to hang out with them. They're the best. They're coolest. They're fun. But what's the point? We know the answer. It's like a documentary, <laughs> like a documentary in HBO. We just look up on Wikipedia instead. <laughs> and we are on Wikipedia now. Are we? We are on Wikipedia. No, we're not. Yep. If you uh, go to uh, Scott Derrickson's <laughs> Wikipedia page, you will find the information for all of our episodes on the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was actually just about to search Are You Moving Mad Wikipedia. No, you wouldn't be able to find us on, under there. That would be it would redirect you to, did you mean Scott Derrickson? <laughs> It'd be like, yes, of course it meant Scott Derrickson. Um, well, I don't know what I'm going are... after Scott Derrickson. You know, I like Doctor Strange. <laughs> what, are we, um, what are we watching this week? Um, this week we're watching um, a Scorsese. Which leaves Prime in six days. How did you know it leaves Prime in six days? Because they never tell you. Did you just happen to come across it? What do you mean? They never tell you. They never tell you. Like, they never, like, um, send you a notification and stuff. No, you can... Remember when we did the interview with uh, Bradley Porter for the Hamilton episode, previous episode, go listen to it? Yeah. He was talking about uh, they have, like, a whole thread, which is uh, titles leaving Prime soon. I don't and think run through those. They, they and, and when it gets to a certain time, they will give you like a leaves prime on. And then when you click it, it will thus, it will thus change from leaving prime on to leaves prime in 28 days or something like that. Oh, because I am. Um, I learned the hard way uh, with Smallville. Sorry. It just, it just dropped think, off I, prime. I, I think you learned the hard way by watching Smallville. <laughs> I am still watching Smallville. 
I think you've heard just finished. Of it. <laughs> I haven't just finished watching The Vow. It's quite interesting. Um, well, my dad's watching Battlestar Galactica. Should I tell him to watch The Vow as well? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, what's, what's the better follow-up? Is it Caprica or The Vow? Probably The Vow, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was, when there's more Patton very... I should probably ask. Yeah, The Vow definitely doesn't have Patton Oswalt because he's wait, an wait, angel. He's not uh, getting himself branded? No, no. Oh, I saw him as he's the Vanguard. I don't, um, I, I don't know what any of this means. I've never watched it. <laughs> I can't, you know. Um, I have to avoid myself from the next gen projects in case I do get uh, shoved into court and I can claim ignorance, even though you know I am part of it. <clears throat> it's it was such a disappointing docu series because I was interested the entire way through, and then it turned out just before the final episode aired, they announced that a second season's coming. Um, <laughs> We've then, got more. So it ended with them all getting arrested and the next season she's going to be all about the court case and I'm just like, just tell us. I was waiting for like... Um... Well, no, actually Aaron Sorkin's going to write that one. How right? He heard the words sex cult and court case and he thought, I can write this. Then mm-hmm. he called his father to ask about it. That's a reference to the story of the Chicago 7. How did you find Chicago 7? I loved it. It's very good, isn't it? It's very and so I don't believe it's real in any way. I believe it's all heightened, but you know what? Give, feed me that drip of heightened Sorkin madness. Oh, <laughs> with with that and the uh, the West Wing reunion thing, just like two ounces of Sorkin plugged into my veins in one week. Now, as someone who's only watched, I think, three or four seasons of the West Wing so far, yeah, is the reunion spoilerific or it's a, it's an episode from I believe season three they redo. Right. Okay. So you've probably seen the episode already. You just get to watch it again right. in a stripped okay. down black box. Well, a stripped down theatre with small amounts of uh, staging, brilliant uh, shot choices, and just you know, and you get to have Bill Clinton going, "Well, we're all wet now," because <laughs> you know, guy can't stop being horny on Maine. Maybe I'll, I'll check it out then. Worth it. You get um, Manuel doing a joke. Oh, but fun. before then, uh, oh, let's shit, check sorry. out yeah, Gangs of New York. What? Yeah, we're going to do a Scorsese. We Gangs didn't of New York. Um, do Gangs of New York, guys. Which I've never seen. Which you've um, never seen. This is uh, one of those classic Harvey Weinstein Scorsese's. So it's, you know it's good. I went into this <laughs> knowing, oh, uh, this is the Daniel Day-Lewis one. Um and then the, when I clicked onto the link, it says Leonardo DiCaprio as well, which I didn't realise. I think yes, I knew before, uh, but this I is the start of his Leo phase. Ah, right. Which is which was very prosperous, I think you'll find. Yes, yeah, has been. He's they've been good together. They've been good together. It's been giving Leo the reason to act, and he also gave Daniel Day Lewis the reason to act because, of course, he was at that point cobbling around with shoes. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, invested in a movie called The Cobbler for a while. Oh right! Oh yeah, yeah, I remember hearing about that. So he was um, doing that, and he was—he uh, insisted that Dustin Hoffman stay there and pretend to be his father, and that Steve Buscemi would be there so he could switch suits and pretend to be Steve Buscemi for a while. <laughs> um, Did you see well, the Cobbler? Yeah, with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, the yeah. ultimate version with Adam Sandler. Did you actually yes. watch that film? I do. I remember definitely watching it. Imagine uh, how much fun it would be if Daniel Lewis were the lead role. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty fun. That was classic comedy. 
it's up there with Little Nicky. Now, I don't know much about Gangs of New York. I imagine it's going to be very violent. For one, it's uh, Scorsese. 18. Uh, yes, that too. Um, is it 1800s? Yep. Right. It's 1800s rated. Do you think I'm going to like this? I think you'll be. I think you might have fun with this one. Do you know what Daniel Day Lewis's character's name is? Mm. Milkshake. Bill the Butcher. <laughs> Bill the Butcher. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that one that does ring a bell. Yeah, right. So imagine how committed he'll be to that. Oh, so did he, did he actually become a butcher? Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously, of people. Right. What? Yeah, if you go on HBO Max, you will find a uh, seven-part <laughs> documentary about how Danny Davis slaughtered a bunch of people during seven the uh, 2000 to 2001. Yeah, well, that's the first season. Uh, right. Each, each, each episode takes shorter off. than the nine-part Laval. Well, they, that's because it got caught by COVID. Right. Uh, shame. Also, that's a that's a new documentary on HBO Max caught by COVID. That's uh, six parts. <laughs> six parts. Yeah, it's really that... down. That got that got stumped by uh, swine flu. Was <laughs> it stumped by swine flu on HBO Max? That's a free part. Oh, it just wasn't enough part. content. They just knew it wasn't oh. enough content. They should have just released it as a motion picture, but they didn't. Have you seen the documentary wasn't enough content, the uh, half an episode series on uh, on HBO? Yeah, well, they've uh, Netflix have bought the rights to that and says they're going to make a 12-part piece. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's something Netflix would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, do Prime don't really do docu documentary series do they um, they, well, they do they've got the um the sports stuff the um oh yeah yeah i don't remember what they're called but they're like hey here's a, a season with spurs and things like that mm. they keep pushing that and as like hey you should watch this based on what preference of anything i've ever watched should i watch spurs a, very a documentary sports. about sports b specifically about football and i'd be interested in watching the spurs documentary well it's there for you so i like time. i like cowboys and stuff be interesting to see. I don't know why they have spurs on their boots. Oh well, you don't know. It's it's to kick off the bloody mud. I don't think that's the reason. I think there's another reason. Then I think that's what I mean, the document is going to reveal. To the horse. Oh yeah. Give it a little bit of a boost. There's the two reasons. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a gadget involved in that. Yes, there is. <laughs> there is a gadget involved, and I'll I'll give you a hint which gadget it is. I'll get you next time. Get it. Nope. So that's Claw. Claw. Oh, right. Oh, Claw yeah. is... I'll get you next time, Gadget. What is Claw? Claw? One word. Like Madonna. Remember from the movie? No. From the from the motion picture, which opens with uh, Matthew Roderick looking up and uh, a billboard for Yahoo comes falling down and goes, Yahoo! Like, like the adverts and crashes down on him. Isn't that funny? Oh my god. Um, Inspector Gadget. Yeah. I'll catch you next time, Gadget. Was that not a hit? Because it, it got a sequel, but it, it got was a direct to DVD. Direct to DVD sequel like Disney would do with uh, who played who replaced Matthew Broderick? Yeah, who could have Yeah, it's French Stewart. It's French Stewart <laughs> from Third from the Sun. Hi, oh I'm just getting my eyes I'm doing this. Hi. I'm, I was surprised they never bought a cinematic sequel to that. Okay, do you want to quickly... Oh, yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> Inspector... No, oh, not Inspector what? Calls, not Inspector Morse, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. The most important is Inspector, outside of, of course, Inspector Detector. 
<laughs> we all love Inspector oh, Detector. We respect Inspector Detector. Remember Inspector Detector, don't you? Yes. Who doesn't? From uh, Speed Racer. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, I should really rewatch that. You should rewatch that one. John Goodman fights some ninjas. <laughs> More like ninjas. Critical parts of a ninja these days. Uh, it cost ninety million. It made one hundred thirty-four million. So I wouldn't say it was a hit. Hmm. Oh, That's an, that cost ninety million. Who would mm. pay ninety million on that? That looks cheap. So well, you have to make the gadget. gadget. Why would you spend so much money? Who is it plays uh... Stan Lee as himself? Oh. <laughs> Who so. is it plays uh, the claw guy? Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett. I was I was trying to th- I pictured like a dashingly handsome man, but, but it was just me. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right with that one. You would say um, he's not just a dashing handsome; he's also very happy. Now you've you seen. Could say he's the happy prince. You've you've seen Gangs of New York before, I've yeah. Seen Gangs of New York. Um, I am looking at the two hour and forty six minute runtime. Should I inform you that Cameron Diaz does an accent like it's uh, the councillor, but it's not Barbadosian, and they don't okay. burn it up because it's Irish. She does an Irish accent. Ah, to be sure. So, so will that get you pushed up to... Uh... Yes, I'm intrigued. Um, I'm just wondering, does it feel like two hours and 46 minutes? Or is yeah. it like um, <laughs> uh, Wolf of Wall Street, where it didn't really feel like three hours, I remember. Well, do you want me to list you some of the other supporting actors listed on uh, Prime to give you a help? Okay, go on. Henry Thomas. Um, should I know? Henry yeah, we saw, we saw him last week. Henry Thomas. He was uh, Elliot. He's Elliot. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Last okay. week, we watched uh, right. we were watching two Henry Thomas films. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, John T. Riley. Right. Also, don't forget, I did say Irish, so uh, Liam Neeson. Ah, uh, yes. And who rises to Liam Neeson? Um, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> and, um, hold up a second. Sorry, I'm going to... Mute my audio. I hear someone coming over at the top of your uh, your apartment. Oh. Hi. 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 Are you watching one of my films? When? Since when was there a hatch in the roof there? Like, <laughs> you were muffled, and now I can did... hear you perfectly. Because I, you I, opened that. I watched a lot of Looney Tunes over the, the, the lockdown, and I've learned how to uh, saw my way through various pieces of flooring. I Look up to the camera, think twice, and fall through. Oh! Right. Yes, I could also walk off of a plinth, a platform okay. for a while, and then I'll raise up a, I don't protest sign that says, uh-oh, and then fall. Okay, we, we don't really need you on this episode. We're, we're watching a film today. We're watching, um... What are you watching? Um, we're, we're watching Gangs of New York, so we don't really need you. Oh, I can do commentary on that one, because I was in it. What? No, you yes. yes. No, this is Gangs of New York. Yes, I play a firefighter. It's... It's like the King of Staten Island. Here I am. You I'm young How do you fight a fire? Well, I'm, I find that uh, I'm putting out fire with gasoline. Okay. Please don't do that. I, I just said I'm like Bill Burr. Did you? Yeah. But don't, not don't a connection put fire point? out with gasoline because I live right underneath you. Well, I mean, my apartment is fine. Yeah. All safety procedures. Okay. And the landlord, Lord of the land, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell the best about you. Okay. 
I may I may use you for you know embers. If if ever it gets too too cold in the winter, guess we we'll get some flago <laughs> in your place. Oh my god! Yes, upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> you, you can you can shut that trap door now. I don't want to shut the trap door. Are you excited? Yeah, I, am, I could have hosted SNL. <laughs> you could have. You could have. F is for frequently brilliant actor Jim Broadbent. <laughs> Go work on your monologue. Well, I don't need a monologue. I do a Monday morning podcast. <laughs> is this something? Is this something? What if I was the English Burr? <laughs> I mean, that would certainly be interesting. It would be great. I can explain Bostonian rituals. Why? Why would you become the English Bilbao? Oh, I'll shave my head. I'll change my beard red. Yeah, but why? Why would you become money? Seems like it's you know worth a lot of money. Is it? Is like, any, I could become no part reason? of Mike Binder's classic new documentary, <laughs> The Comedy Store, in which he's weirdly, weirdly kind to Polly Shaw. <laughs> Very strange about people who are, you know, it's lo- it's full of Louis C.K., Whitney Cummings being nice about Chris D'Elia. It's kind of fucking weird. It's like, <laughs> hey, these guys shouldn't be talked to because these guys are helpfully supporting or actually rapists. <laughs> oh, good documentaries. Bye. Bye. Well, that was weird. I gotta say, I thought I muted my mic. I think you heard me because I got a knock on the door. Oh. It was. Did you know that Uber drivers can be paid to just punch someone in the face? Because this is not really? a service I was aware of. But uh... yeah, I'm gonna be licking my wounds for a while. Jesus. I'm glad my payment went through. I mean, what? I, that's a new thing I Wait, haven't heard about. Both of you. <laughs> um, shall we start? New York. Gangs what do you think? What do you think it's going to be about? I I imagine it's going to be set in Los Angeles. Okay, good start. It's got to say some famous background, Los Angeles. About a babysitter's club. Okay, the adventures in babysitting clubs. Adventures, yeah, the adventures in babysitting. What yeah. adventures will they get up to? I'm assuming Daniel Day-Lewis is a babysitter for Leo and Cameron. I mean, all his life he's wanted to be a babysitter. <laughs> you know I've gone from tarts to children. <laughs> Winner two 2002 Golden Globe Awards. And nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture. On my challenge! We have met at this chosen ground to settle for good and all. Who holds sway over the five points? Us natives or the foreign hordes? With this knife that struck him down, let me put to rest my father's ghost. His name's Amsterdam. Amsterdam? I'm New York. Everything you see belongs to me. The newsboys and quick thieves and blind tigers here in paradise. Everybody owes, everybody pays. What do you think you're doing? I'm dancing. So why aren't you dancing with him? I'm not in love with him. There's more of us coming off these ships every day. 15,000 Irish a week. Get all of us together and we ain't got a gang. We got an army. Challenge. Challenge accepted. I took the father. Now I'll take the son. Hello, yes. 
welcome. Well, that was long. I run the gangs. I run the well, you might say, I'm gang. I'm a gang leader. <laughs> it's my son and my partner. When, when this started, yes. I thought to myself, oh, it's, just, it's weird that no one ever really talks about this film. Yes. But then when we got to the end of it, I realised why. A lot of violence. A lot of violence. Yeah, it's not very memorable. Though, we had a good stuff going Scors- on. As a Scorsese film. It's more. It's one of his cool films. <laughs> Lots of cool things happening. People well, throwing things at each other. Yes. Tell me about the first time you saw Gangs of New York. I was probably 18 or so. I was just about the right age, legally. Yeah. to watch it and it was i think it was on tv it's like well i've got to watch it i'm scared it might be ultra violent because the word coming out when it's coming out was like this is scorsese's most violent picture it's just gang warfare it's brutalism it's nasty it's horrible i thought oh jesus it's gonna be a really violent film and then that opening sequence happened and i thought oh shit this is cool oh no it's not gonna be violent it's gonna be cool and then it went on and i got jim broadbent as a fireman yes which has haunted my erotic dreams at the beginning um yeah, well, that's what I mean, happened. That is what happened. They would crazy. fight over the right to be, you know, to do, you so, know, utilities in the city, <laughs> because it was, you know, it, they could they could thus earn money legally from the right. city and also siphon off money from the side from other people and muscle money out. <laughs> it's just how they did it. It's an insane thing, but it was truth. So, yeah, how much of this is truth? Do you know? Um, well, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't exist back in the 80s. <laughs> Carrie oh, Diaz's like Irish it. accent was exact. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the Irish accent was a bit here in this. William Poole. <laughs> With an but E. This, the characters they played, were they real people? Not really. Right, there are a couple okay. of figures that were, you know, real. But a lot of them are just kind of based off of and coming from the idea of stuff. Right. But most of the gangs were real. Okay. The gangs, I should say, were in New York, and New York is real. So and that's also true. So the graveyard at the end of the film that we see, um, oh, was that was that a real? Oh, shall I type that in? Gangs in New York graveyard. Yeah. See, see what happens. Because I, I'd be curious to see where they, if it is real, where the bodies are now, if it's not where there they... anymore. Greenwood Cemetery. You can actually visit the graves of the many names portrayed in Gangs of New York, because the real life individuals are buried in Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn. Oh. There you go. Huh. Were they moved to Greenwood Cemetery from where the shot was? or Paul's grave is shown as being in Brooklyn alongside his on-screen foe, Priest Valon. The film uses a little poetic license in that it places the cemetery just across the East River from Manhattan. Right. Greenwood okay. is a few miles farther away. Right, okay. Right. Huh. I, I would have it's liked all trick of the eye! I would have liked to see uh, a scene of that, you know, them moving all the bodies. <laughs> Hey, who would you cast as the uh, body movers? Um, would you cast King Julian? Because he likes to move it, move it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but that too, I don't know. Um, Some good movie film. No, I, my first thought was um, Michael Keaton. But then the government would come in and step in and be like, no, well, no, it's not us. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't, this is low tier Scorsese for me, I think. How about you? It's fun. 
It's too long, but it's fun. It's got a hell of a cast. It does have a hell of a cast, and it's, and if, it's nice seeing them on the screen, but it's if, not if worth... If you think this is low-tier Scorsese, I think you should try out some Scorsese that is just dull. Like what, what Scorsese I'd would I'd say, you? you know, The Age of Innocence. I'd say After Hours, Silence. These are um, films which I think are low-tier Scorsese. See, yeah, the only one out of those that I've seen is Silence. Yeah. Um, and... That's about as long as Gangs of New York. Yeah, much, it is. How many people get um, get completely massacred by Daniel Day-Lewis? True. But it, as it's one of those films that's been in the back of my head of like, I should really revisit that one day because I don't think I hated it. You I did. Think I went in expecting something different and it was very slow moving, but like tender. I don't know. Tender. It's just nothing. It's, it's I went nice. with... I went with my uh, my other friend called Andrew, who's uh, study who is a priest now. He was oh, studying he's, to be a he's priest attained back then. the role of priest. Yes. Does that mean he, he is thus fighting Bill the Butcher at some point? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yes. Maybe. All priests have to fight all butchers. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good rule. <laughs> Life. To make it as a butcher or a priest, you have to kill a priest or a butcher. <laughs> Every neighbourhood gets a butcher's or a church. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one way to find out. <laughs> I'm glad that Harry Hill is the one presiding. Yes, yeah, of course. It's of course, very I mean, important that he is the rules. Who else? Who else would you choose to preside over it? Look, if you've got a collar that big. You've got to be the judge. <laughs> imagine, imagine the fight for uh, Vatican City. <laughs> <laughs> or as it was originally called, Pork Chop Alley. <laughs> every Boy. every time the priest, every time the uh, the Pope dies, they have to do another fight between the Pope <laughs> and another fight, and then whoever dies, they burn the body, and it comes. It's black smoke or white smoke. <laughs> Well, you know when in the two pokes when they go out and get a pizza? Do you know what's <laughs> right. on top of that pizza? What? They say it's uh, pepperoni, but it, what it really is, it's a butcher called Pepperoni who they murdered. <laughs> Jonathan Price. Two pokes, I guess. Yeah, watch it again. That's why they give Jonathan Price the backstory of the priest who was forgiving for all of the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the getting all the other priests killed. <laughs> Because he knows a fight. He's a fighter. I, I think we've really got something out. <laughs> I honestly do. I think this could be really good. <laughs> Would you call a film The Priest Butcher and focus it on the butcher who's going to kill the priest? No, every butcher or, versus priest. <laughs> a touch of faith. A touch of faith. <laughs> Oh man, I want that now. That would be more. It's Rev Run from uh, Run DMC versus Jamie Oliver. <laughs> I've still got uh, Henry Thomas's uh, Google search up on my laptop here. Oh, well, why has he been Google searching on your laptop? That seems weird. Henry Thomas, why yeah. your own laptop? I don't know. Uh, God damn it! He was in The Haunting of Hill House, apparently, which is a show I've been meaning to watch for ages. That's the prequel like, to The Haunting of Blind Manor, right? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is between those two. I know they're linked. They're both on I Netflix. <laughs> I know they're linked in some way, but I don't know how linked they are story-wise. Probably by the fact that they're involving houses. 
Do you think? Do you think there's no links whatsoever? Oh, think I think there's links on there. set. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's stinky. <laughs> Oh, with those old houses, they, they, they smell Banksy. <laughs> um, so how many times have you seen Gangs of New York? Probably five now. Five? Yeah. yeah. In it's, what? it's an easy watch in the last 12 years. It's a very yeah. easy watch. You just put, it, just put it on and you'll get a lot of Daniel Day-Lewis. Bit of Brendan Yeah, Grease. but would you not sooner put on... Um, a little bit of Jim Robert. Would you not sooner put on Good, Goodfellas? I have sooner put on Goodfellas. Yes, I've seen that dozens and dozens of times. When you say that, do you mean you, you have like gone, oh, maybe I'll watch Gangs of New York, and then you're like, well, no, if I'm watching a Scorsese film, I'll watch Goodfellas. No, no, because Goodfellas is a comedy, whereas okay. Gangs of New York is, a, you know, it's a fun um, slice what, do you of... you think Goodfellas is funny? funny yeah, funny it how? amuses me. Funny how? Like a clown. Like it amuses you. Like a clown. Oh. Like, like, like a joker, it amuses me. Was Scorsese going to direct Joker for one time? And then he uh, decided not to. Then he was producing it for a while. When then and he, he realised he already did that. He already exactly. Did and then he realised what Todd Phillips was doing. It's like, dude. Yeah. You think you're a dangerous filmmaker, but you were scared when you were trying to film Borat. And you pulled out <laughs> filming Borat because you were too scared. So you're not a dangerous director. You're just a dick. How, what, what was he scared at? Uh, what what was the tipping point for Borat? Uh, the tipping point was the Star Spangled Banner rodeo. Oh really? Yeah, he was getting there. They, he was fearing they were going to start firing guns at them. <laughs> so what what are they done before leading up to that? That was one of the first things they were shooting. Oh, it was one. All oh, right. Very so early in the shoot. You, there hadn't been anything really. <laughs> Not much else. I believe they also did the Kazakhstan stuff. All oh, right. Could you imagine if you just got scared because they? Uh... They released the chicken on the subway. <laughs> yeah, he would never have been able to do the Eric Andre show. <laughs> do you never see seen the Eric Andre? No. There is a sequence in which he goes, uh, he, he is wearing a beekeeper suit and he's carrying a, uh, <laughs> a suitcase. <laughs> and then he opens it up and there's no bees in there. Obviously, they just... They right. but he's like, oh no, the bees! Oh no! And everyone just freaks out. They... Such a I've dick gone. move. I've got to watch that. Do they have to be sound or? <laughs> yes, yes, they had to be sound. Oh, they at least have to be sound. You it would have been def- even funnier if there wasn't a be sound. Just, just find it on YouTube. You can find all the various things he does. The shit he does. You have to watch the show itself because the interview stuff is fine when he's right. just mocking people. But the weird shit Eric Andre does on the streets of New York is, yeah, he's a he's a weird guy. He's Eric Andre. He's a weird nerd. <laughs> oh, I've just found I found a, the 30 second clip so I watch it live I yeah, not put the sound fuck it let's do, do it I live sound, do I need the sound on put, yeah you need put the sound alright alright hold on let me put my headphones back in Jesus. sorry this is uh, this is the uh, Gangs of New, <laughs> New York episode this is also New York this is about New York culture yes. how it evolved the B gang of New York Bzz, what's the buzz <laughs> tell me what's alright alright I'll just sign it now alright <laughs> <laughs> this is just I don't know I just love hidden camera sort of prank shows <laughs> someone just turned to him and went god those beats are heavy <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Oh god, that was um. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm gonna spend tonight watching that. Eric Andre stuff. Eric Andre is a weird, weird guy. Um. So yeah, Gangs of New York. Um, so, say, see, he's good at camera work though. He really he is good likes at camera work. Yeah. He, the, the the tension rising. Come on, when he's doing, when he's on stage at uh, Barnum's, performing yeah. his song, stabby yeah. stabby throwy knifey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is tense. Um. It took like it was a long time, you know. Leonardo DiCaprio comes comes into it, and it's like, Wait, oh, he's the son. yeah, and he, he's the son, and he's he's gonna he's out for revenge. But the the whole the, this probably, feeling he's out for revenge. <laughs> this feeling of revenge isn't too big for most of the film. Well, I, I feel like he's trying to slip into the world so he can get there without you know ruffling too many feathers. Yeah, he can slip. Into he the wants. World, he can want... also. I want him to know who did it. But it was me, also... Leonardo DiCaprio, Irish. Leonardo have... DiCaprio, the Irish man. He could have also had some like, um, uh, like moments to himself where he's just like wallowing in anger. And Why like... would you want that when you could go out in the town with Johnny, his best Which friend? Is... True, true. Who doesn't want to go out in the town with Johnny? Yeah, he, um... John... Johnny was the first member of his pussy posse. <laughs> But I don't know. I just I I didn't feel the um the anger there much for much of the film until sort of towards the end um, when um when the P.T. Barnum thing started and uh, Daniel Day Lewis knew who he was finally yeah and the the tension racked up again but I I felt like it it been going down quite a lot Bill because he's been going down quite a lot I believe you'll find that one point <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> does mention that. Uh... Leonardo DiCaprio might not be speaking correctly because his mouth is, uh, I believe, full of curry juices. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a phrase that'll haunt me for decades. I was also surprised um, Liam Neeson was in it um, for such a short time. What did you expect from Liam Neeson? Well, no, I just knew, I knew Liam Neeson was going to be in it, but I didn't. I didn't expect him to be in it for like one moment. <laughs> wasn't it for one moment he was in it for a movement yeah right they do the walk come on that walk like, is amazing when they're walking through you're seeing john c Riley. they're they're playing with brendan gleason to work with them and then brendan gleason kicks open the fucking door yeah. to the five points yeah the sound goes out <laughs> oh god that's cool yeah it was fine Fine. Leonardo DiCaprio and John C. Reilly are fighting in the church, and he knocks down the pillars, and it reveals the church behind him. Yeah, yeah, you seem to love reveals. Oh, he is exciting cinema. He is. I, I, I won't deny that he is. Um, but this just didn't excite me as much as I expect him to excite me usually. What about the song at the end? Oscar nominated. I didn't listen to the song at the end. You didn't hear no. these other hands that built America. Yeah. Because you too, the Irish band, <laughs> are singing about hands building America. And the hands are the hands of the points, the five points built America. Because he's they're Irish, but uh, Irishmen came Wait, over to build America. Is that the accent they were trying to do? Yeah, the, the accent the band you two are trying to do is Irish. <laughs> You'd never know that. No. You'd have to ask, you know, just just uh, just to be sure. 
right. Who had the best Irish accent? Would you say Eddie Marzan had the best Irish accent? Poor Eddie Marzan. He never gets a word in. Until two hours, <laughs> 25 minutes in. Did he actually say something? I didn't. Yeah, I never he did, because they're something. talking... At that point, it's Brendan Gleeson doing the uh, sheriff thing. Right. And oh, uh, yeah, he's yeah, talking about ballots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got an American accent. And you're thinking, oh, come on. Why can't he just go full Irish? Like, the most Irish. But he was, he was saying for a lot of the film, we kept popping up. He does he a lot of facial acting. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real silent performer. It's what Mike Lee likes most of all, is people yeah. performing very quietly. Poor Eddie Marsan. Oh, he's not poor. <laughs> True. He True. was in Fast and Furious, presents Hobson Shaw. <laughs> And Deadpool too. He's got that yeah. money, baby. <laughs> That's true. He's in. I think legally, if you make a movie in England, the U or America, you have to cast Eddie Marzan. So why would yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> or so Stephen Graham, or both? Do you, think, do you think that's what happened on uh, the set? Scorsese was like, "Look, I've got nothing for you. Uh, I've got no lines, but." You know, the rules state, I, I can't shoot this unless you're in it. Opposite, so. opposite. He wasn't pleading with Scorsese at all. Scorsese, he knocked on the door. He's like, are you filming a movie? <laughs> I'm in this fucking movie. And he showed his heavies. <laughs> you put me in this, I'll feel the wrath. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Marzan is, a, is an actor gangster. We should like note. He is, oh, yeah, sure. he is just a mean guy He will come in and he will dominate you Until you agree to put him in a movie <laughs> <laughs> was he, he wasn't in um, Paddington was he Because Paddington Not, just gave him a hard stare Exactly <laughs> Both Paddington's times. the only man The only person who's uh, The only bear who's, um, who's managed to turn down Eddie Marsan Turned out for what? Of course, in the second one, he, yeah, Eddie Marsan thought, okay, I know how to deal with him. I can get in Paddington too. But who would come and help him out? Who who was Paddington's heavy? Oh. Knuckles McGinty. Knuckles McGinty. <laughs> Barbalade. 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 God, I want to watch that now. You said you were halfway through this film, you said you were going to rewatch um, the Irish one. Yeah. Are you still cause... planning on doing that? Oh, yeah, I need to watch it again at some point. I love Martin Scorsese films about Irish people. <laughs> How many times have you watched um, Chicago 7 now? Once. Just once. I've watched it once, once twice. <laughs> That's an Irish film. It is. It's a wonderful Irish film. Is it? Film. Once. Is it You've wonderful? Seen it twice. Yes. I've seen it I twice because the first time I was so disappointed, I had to be sure. And I to was sure. sure. <laughs> you can't say that. I didn't say two. <laughs> what is to be sure? Um, you don't like once. I right? don't like once. No. Yet I love Begin Again and Sing Street, so it's good. Yes. It's fine. True, fair enough. And I'm slowly getting through Modern Romance. Is that what it's called? Modern Love, Modern Romance, the Amazon Prime. John, John um, I was I've not watched, aware like, of that. I shall have it's, to that. It's it's uh, you know various. Stories. Ah, right. It's one of those kind of shows. Musical or? No. Like, is, are there musical elements to it much or? Not really. Oh. Because all his films basically have musical. Yeah. Indeed, oh. which is why I was yeah. excited. It was very like, oh, 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 yeah. I'll get through them eventually. Oh, that's a shame. 
it is a shame. Well, um, um, gang, have you been to New York? No. Would you like to go to New York? I would like to go to New York. So where would you I like be to be an go? Englishman in New York? Um, where would, would I like to bit, go? Wait, like an alien, but yeah. like a, a legal alien. Yeah. Okay. Um, where in New York would I like to go? Yeah. Hmm. I've never thought about specific places. Queens. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um. Well, where in New York would you like to go? I'd like to hit the five boroughs. <laughs> the five corners. Five corners in the five boroughs. I'd like to do the Beastie Boys run. Let's have a look. Places in New York. Places in New York. Hmm. Oh, bloody hell. There's a lot of there's a lot of places. New Sorry, it's New York got a lot of places. They've got, yeah. Bubba, they've got a Bubba Goat Trail. Oh, got Staten Island. Emerald. I don't. I can't go to Staten Island. Why not? Um, I have been outlawed there by their king. But oh, I've right. been welcomed to Queens by their king, so that's fine. Fair Although, fair I, if I ever speak to Christopher Walken, I will see if I can get like a, a blanket acceptance because he is the king of New York. <laughs> so he should be fine. Monarchy in New York is just ridiculous. The bar is just really is. <laughs> um, well, do you dare to ask me the question? Johnny. Yes, sir. Are you mad that you sat through the Waldorf of Gangs of New York? If it wasn't a Scorsese film, I would be. I'd be mad that I wasted two hours and 45 minutes on that. If it wasn't a Scorsese film, would it be two hours and 45 minutes, though? That's the tr- no, that's true, yeah. That's the true true. That's the true true. But also, would it be as fun violent? Yeah. Would they have just gone for miserable? And like, hey, let's cut out all the uh, politics and the world building of New York. Let's just have Guy Wants Revenge from that. And that's like an hour and a half of nothing. Yeah. Because Daniel Day-Lewis wouldn't give a shit. So I guess technically I'm not. I'm not mad that I watched um, okay, that so. film. Johnny. Yes. Are you movie mad for Cameron Diaz with red hair and an Irish accent? I am a bit more mad for her, but I must say. Um, <laughs> yeah, Let's but I'm not. That for a while. <laughs> I'm not moving mad for. Um, Are you moving mad film? for that moment in the counselor when she uh, jellyfishes? Was it God, who remembers fishes? the counselor? I well, I mean, Javier Bardem's face looking at the windscreen as he describes Cameron <sighs> Diaz's legs. Again, oh, got that. Suckering down. It's uh, it's one of the most memorable moments of a Ridley Scott film ever. For a very Jesus. unmemorable Ridley Scott film. Yeah. <laughs> she fucks a windscreen. <laughs> That's the film. So weird. And of course she has those two, what are they, cheetahs? I don't even remember this film. Because that's the opening title sequence. It's her in that weird hunting attire. And the, then the shots of those uh, cheetahs, or I believe it's cheetahs, running through the desert, and her laughing and smiling with, a, I believe, a rifle. And then she puts them back in her pickup truck and drives off. And she's like, what is this? When is she going to do a Barbadosian accent? Oh, you <laughs> dubbed over it badly? Strange. Um, Would you well, rather watch yeah. The Council again or, or go to New York? Right now, I'd rather watch The Counselor because you're now making it, it sound pretty good. Now, if I remind you, The Counselor is boring at two hours, but there's also a two and a half hour cut, which is even more boring. Oof. 
But at least uh, I know I know the yeah. fast, but even so, yeah, even so, even so, Michael you get Day Day Lewis here, and it's fun. Day Day Lewis, <laughs> yes, it is. Well, yeah, I, I'm not really mad for uh, Gangs of New York, unfortunately. What about Jim Robert with a beard? I'm always moving mad for Jim Robert with a beard. Oh, of course you are. Bye. <laughs> Um, where can we find you to, um... Oh, to join uh, a gang. To gonna rise yeah, up. to join a gang, there we go. We're going to do gangs of Twitter, and I'm at Ethan Runt. I don't know what a gang is going to be. Probably cool guys. <laughs> Girls are welcome, too. I'm not going to... No, non-binaries. I, I'm not gender-specific about guys. Cool oh, folk. Good. Cool folk. Let's call it that. <laughs> and you don't have to be human. Cool things. Cool th- the calls. The calls. <laughs> And we're Irish band, and we've got three women and one guy who is questionable in his politics nowadays, and we should just ignore him. <laughs> the calls. The lovely um, calls. Johnny, I, where are I, you? Oh, I was, just gonna, I was just about to say thanks for asking me. Um, but you already asked oh, you're me, welcome. so I can't thank you. Welcome. I'm at movie underscore mad on Instagram and Twitter. Um, both. both of them. Wow. Are you movie underscore mad is our Twitter and our Instagram. And Instagram. Both of them. Um, Are you moving mad? Pod is where you can find us on Facebook. Yep. Nice and easy. Not confusing at all. Are you moving mad at hotmail.com? Email us. Talk to us. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a little bit of bump. Or on Stitcher. Spotify. Or Spotify. Wherever good podcasts are available, we're there. Um, do YouTube. we have any other podcasts? Uh, we do. We have Backstage at the Bluebird. Oh. Every What's week that? we fly over to uh, Nashville and uh, record a little podcast backstage at the Bluebird in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, talk about we, what? We talk about uh, each episode of the TV show in Nashville. So what I'm guessing is it's very Nashville-centric. It is if, very Nashville-centric. If you're an international listener, or even a listener who's not within the Nashville city limits, will you enjoy it? Oh, of course. Okay. You wouldn't enjoy it. You, you're even enjoying it. Yes, but I'm, I'm part of the show. Yeah, true. True, true. true. That's not, actually, no, that's not fair. I don't enjoy this show, so. Because <laughs> every time we're doing this show, we're not doing backstage of the Bluebird anymore. Oh, I thought it was because you chose this week's film and I didn't. Because I've chosen, uh, I chose all of October's films, and it was a wonderful time. I think we'll I enjoy Gangs of New York. <laughs> it's a lot of violence. People getting smashed around. Brendan Gleeson with a huge stick. He's called the Monk. So what's um what what are we watching next week? Next week, next week, I think we're going to go from Scorsese in the 1800s to a different New York artist in New York in the modern era. Is this the same film that we uh, um, teased last week? It might be, but you teased last week, but I was being very coy because we were ready to ditch one and skip over to jump to the next one. So I did not be any specifics, but you were like, I'm going to do specifics and be very <laughs> obvious. And it was confusing me. <laughs> so I got, I, I, I didn't realise. <laughs> so, but you realised you realize that actually New York, when you saw New York, it didn't matter what film you were referencing, this must be the place. So fine. I, I thought uh, we were just recording them out of sync. And then I realised at the beginning of this episode. I, I would never record just... out of sync. <laughs> but then, I, yeah, I realised at the beginning of this episode, 
I mentioned how we've just finished doing an, a month of horror movies. Yes. And I was like, oh, crap, if we're doing out of sync, then we wouldn't have just We don't do things out of rattle. sync. That's audio-based issues. We yep. think you might be doing it out of, out of structure. Out of structure, that was we it. Don't, we're, not, we're not doing it out, you know, out yep. of order, as it were. We we like to record every episode in order because that's, you know, my OCD. That's Johnny's OCD. I think we did yes. it once with, uh, was it yes. the Katy Perry one? Uh, I believe so. Because yeah. that was 3D and we had to do that for scheduling purposes early. So yeah. you had, so you hadn't seen, what was it, Stop Making Sense at that point? So you didn't know if that was going to be the thing or not. Yeah, that was it, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that I remember that. It's got no importance, importance or bearing on anything coming up. But uh, yeah, right. Stop Making Sense. I should. Yeah, you should Stop Making Sense. That'd be good. Podnose. That's, uh, Podnose is the thing. Yep. It's the uh, UK's leading independent podcasting network. Despite all the other podcasting networks finally coming up. We were ahead of the curve, and you know what? We should be respected for that. Find all the great podcasts, including Backstage the Blue Bird and I Are Moving Mad over there. Yes. Got anything else to say? uh, Until next week. Until next week. I dance like this, because it feels so damn good. Are You Moving Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.